Hey everyone, welcome back to the Burned Out Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you guys about why schedules don't work. There is an actual process to building a schedule, and this is gonna sound crazy, but not everybody knows that. There are some people that have no clue how much work actually goes into developing a good schedule, and that is the number one reason why they don't work. If the owner of your company believes in his heart that your new project will only take eight weeks because that's the number he decided on after poking his finger in the air, I'm telling you right now, it is not going to work. Now, if you're getting that eight-week time frame from someone who's actually done a bit of homework, a bit of historical data digging, and actually has a sense of time, then here are some other big reasons why your schedule won't work and a few things you can do to fix that. Schedules typically don't work because of these five things. No buy-in from the team, missed scope, not having a leader, having no communication, and having inexperienced personnel. The first one, having buy-in from the team, is super important because, well, let me just tell you, you need to share the goal of the project with the entire team. Let's take a puzzle, for example. It's a lot more difficult to build a puzzle or to put a puzzle together if you don't know what the whole picture looks like first. So why would you start a project without sharing that picture with everyone involved? How do they know what they're building? Explain the why. Why are we doing this project? Are we giving someone a new place to live? Are we redoing someone's space so that it makes them feel happier? Are we giving a hospital more room for their patients? What are we doing? Tell them why. It gives your team ownership and adds a little bit of emotional to their work. The next one is missed scope. Human error is a thing. I get it. We miss things. It happens. But we should be doing our due diligence to look over all of the project documents when planning a project. If there's a spec book and a plan set, don't just look at the plan set and then get pissed off during punch list when you realize that you missed $40,000 worth of work that was clearly outlined in the spec book. Also, this is why handoff meetings exist. Once a project is awarded, and after you look through the project yourself, meet with your estimator, get your team together, look for the holes, assume that there's missed scope, treat it like a scavenger hunt if you need to, tell your superintendent to do the same thing to you. Everyone should be included in these meetings. I have seen so much information slip through the cracks just because separate meetings happened instead of everyone meeting together. The third one is having no leader. Listen, there is a big difference between being a leader and being a manager. Managers are great. They plan things, they organize things, they control things. But a leader, a leader sets direction. 
A leader assigns, aligns the resources. A leader motivates their team. You see how those are different? Different ever so slightly, but it makes a world of a difference to the people on your team, I promise you. The fourth one is communication. You ever heard communication is key? They are not lying. How will people know to show up on your job site if you don't tell them where to be and when to be there? If you just simply send an email with the schedule as an attachment, it is not going to get them there 97% of the time. You are not their only client. You are not their main concern. You need to speak up and show them the way. Also, if someone doesn't show up and you've done everything you need to, guess what? The schedule needs to be adjusted. Hiding the fact that the schedule needs to be revised is not going to help you. That needs to be communicated to everybody. Maybe you can make the time up somewhere else on another task in another trade, but it needs to be known and it needs to be documented. The last one that I'm going to talk about, but certainly not the least, is having inexperienced personnel on your team. And I'm going to start with a little backstory here. My very first project as a project manager was a $3.2 million project. It was an addition and renovation project for a nonprofit organization. I was also still performing my APM duties because, well, because there was no one else to take over that work. I was given an equally experienced superintendent. He had only run one, maybe two projects before coming on to this one with me, and we really fucked up that project. Now, when I say that, I'm leaving out a lot of details that I probably can't share with you. But there was a ton of missed scope from estimating. There was a whole other PM that was given this project before I even took it that had quit. The estimator that missed that scope left the company less than halfway through the project. And we went through about three project executives before we even got the addition fully built. Now, those were just some of the internal problems. Now add in all of the typical client problems that everybody faces. I mean, we had a failing retaining wall, contaminated soil, and obviously the insane amount of change orders and billing paperwork, and too many existing life safety issues to even count on my fingers and toes. So yeah, we fucked that project up, but we got it done. It was not on schedule, and it was not under budget but the project did come out beautiful. I mean, all I see are mistakes, but the nonprofit loves it. It was featured in the newspaper and it was a big deal in the city. But I kind of feel like we were maybe thrown into a sea of sharks while we were bleeding, trying to make it to the shore. And yeah, clearly I have some unresolved feelings about that project. My point with all of this is that a schedule is so much more than just dates and words on a Gantt chart. There's so much thought and communication and work that goes into it. So don't worry. If you're in a similar situation right now, I totally get it. 
It's easy to just react to everything that's happening. But I encourage you, take a step back, breathe, take another step back, and plan it your own way. Come at it from a different angle. I wish that someone had told me to just go with my gut on so many different things that I did on that project. But because I was so inexperienced, I tried to listen to what everyone else told me to do. But the thing is, no project manager is the same as another. We all do things a little different, and that's okay. It's okay because what works for one person doesn't work for another. And if you keep trying to be someone else, you will never be who you are meant to be. And if you are in this industry, in this career, you are meant to be so much more. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have a topic that you would like to hear about, please let me know by DMing me on Instagram, PMing me on Facebook, or send me an email at theburnedoutpodcast at gmail.com. I hope you all are staying safe out there and adjusting to some type of new normal. I will see you on the next one.